You're listening to BNI, the Australian Story podcast, brought to you by BNI Australia, Australia's largest business referral organisation. For more information how your business can benefit from BNI and to find your local chapter, go to our website at bni.com.au. Now, here are your hosts, Veronica Lizamato and Brent Edwards. Hello and welcome to BNI, the Australian Story podcast. My name is Brent Edwards, Executive Director and your host for today. Uh, Veronica's missing in action today, so we'll just uh, we'll just plug on without her today. And uh, this is episode 130 of the podcast. And as we're speaking, everything's sort of winding up for the year. We're a, uh, just just over a week away from Christmas at the time of recording, and a lot of the chapters are just getting together and uh, and catching up with each other uh, before they go on their yearly break. But uh, we're plugging on, bringing you a bit more content to keep you going over the break as well. And today's no exception. Just like to thank BNI Australia for supporting us in our podcast. And um, you know, if you haven't already uh, on your podcast channel, give us a bit of a review and. Uh, and tell us what you think, and uh, that helps us as well. So, over to our guest too today, we've got John Horosco, and he's a New South Wales member. We're going up to Sydney, and his business name is Bank of Queensland, Campbelltown, New South Wales, and he holds a residential mortgage lending category in BNI Morningstar. Hello, John, and welcome to BNI, the Australian Story podcast. Good afternoon, Brent, and uh, thanks for having me on board. Excellent, John. And uh, who's uh, which executive director's region would you be in, Alison Attard's? Yeah, Alison. Yeah, Alison Attard. Um, Alison uh, became the uh, executive director a, a number of years ago, and uh, we had another fellow when I originally joined uh, back in 2014. Would you believe? I can't believe it's 2023 coming on to 2024. Wow, coming up to ten years now. So, what made you? Yeah, want to join B&I and and what how'd you find it to start with? Basically, yeah. way back then in 2013. Uh, great question, Brent. Um, as you know, um, I'm the the franchise owner of uh, BAQ Campbelltown. We're the only bank in Australia that actually franchises. So um, I must say, I'm I'm pretty privileged to to have a, a franchise or as big as um, Bank of Queensland in Australia. Uh, when I when I purchased the business and when I was approached to purchase the business um, and coming out to the MacArthur area of uh, of Western Sydney, um, I went out there and basically uh, did a research on uh, on different uh, business uh, networking groups. Uh, when you first start, you go out and you um, you basically um, have a, a bit of a, I guess a, a scattergun approach. And uh, and what I made sure that I um, I took on board is. Um, I guess networking groups that um, have the same values as I do um, in business and uh, I'm making sure that, you know, everyone um, in those networking groups are there to basically support each other. So um, actually the, 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 the previous uh, director uh, was a Bank of Queensland uh, client and, uh, and basically approached him and uh, went and joined the, uh, the chapter for the first time and I, I was pretty blown away actually. Now, was it the same chapter you're in now that you joined originally? Yeah, yes, it is. So, um, yeah, I uh, I went there as a guest. Uh, there was another fellow that um, that held that category, 
Um, but again, I just wanted to go out there and uh, and spread the wings and and uh, and see what uh, what B and I was all about. Now I'm really interested. When you did your research, did you do a bit of online research about networking groups? What sort of rabbit holes did you go down, and and what sort of made B and I that sort of choice over and above? the other ones you may have found in there because I know there's um, and especially uh, in in the Sydney market, there's been a lot of um, smaller sort of networking organisations, some that have actually taken the BNI concept without the accountability. We like to sort of call them BNI light and uh, ended up down that track um, and some meeting every other week instead of weekly. What was some of the things you found, and what had is had it been? I actually stand out there. Well, again, uh, being a, uh, a franchise owner of a um, a very heavily regulated um, organisation, um, I wanted to um, to share, and I guess be around uh, professional people like myself, and uh, and people that really genuinely wanted to to look after their clients and their client base. Um, yeah, a number of uh, rabbit holes, as you call them, uh, different uh, networking groups um, that were a bit, I guess, casual might be the right word. Um, and again, I wanted something that was um, pretty much um, holding uh, each member accountable to that um, because, you know, again, BAQ provides great support and and great uh, business coaching um uh opportunities with with us as as uh, franchisees and again i just found that you know it's it, it's much more professional you know i really enjoy listening to the um uh, ivan every week uh with uh, doing our, our ceus and uh, and again um, even though that i have been uh, a member and also coming up to 11 years as the franchisee of uh, of baq Campbelltown that um, you do learn uh, each and every day. So um, from that new business purchase, how did you find getting you yourself established uh, in the group and how did you find getting your message across as a, as a bank, not just as a normal sort of mortgage broker as such? Yeah, it's interesting. Actually, we had our last um, Morningstar uh, chapter um, breakfast meeting this morning um, uh, until we have a bit of a break over over the Christmas period. And uh, one of the episodes or the CEO I was listening to this morning was uh, Ivan talking about um, is the benefits of employees uh, joining BNI. And he shared a story where a a bank employee over there in the States uh, basically all convinced um, his manager to join BNI, and and the amount of uh, benefits that that he received, um, being a chapter member, and uh, and the referrals that come through and across. And again, it's it, it's interesting that you have to learn the trust of others first. You know, we 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 go by the philosophy of givers gain, and uh, and I think that's true not only in the business world but also you know your personal and your family world. So. Again, it's building that trust. You know, there there are members that, um, you know, do initially have a bit of a backward step, saying, you know, who, who's this guy, or you know, is is there going to be benefits to my customers? But you know, I think of it about the referrals, and I look at my um, my dashboard on my BNI app, and I always make sure that I'm giving more business than I'm actually uh, receiving. Yeah, I um I found when I discovered BNI. Um, 24 odd years ago, 
I was an employee myself. I didn't own the business, and uh, but I was responsible for bringing sales into the business. So um, this was um, the aspect of what I did, and and you know my uh, my income and my job relied on me bringing in those sales. And I found what I found through BNI is the once I built the relationship with the members, they knew I was all for them, and um, and I had control of. What of my own program of what I was doing, working for them as well, they trusted me enough, even though I wasn't the business owner as such, to uh, you know to to refer me business because they knew I'd look after their clients and their contacts, and I built the credibility in the group and got the runs on the board. I think one of the one of the ways we did that too was I did that at the time was actually you know we're in a brand new core group. And I was on the very first leadership team. I was vice president of the group as well. So they could see I was, you know, how I operated as a person, uh, how I was organized as a vice president doing that for the group also. So I think that really benefit, benefited myself. And a lot of groups sometimes say, oh, we really want the business owner. But sometimes a business owner isn't the right person to actually represent that company in the group. If you've got someone who's invested who's who may not be the business owner, and I'm I think I'm proof of that. I became a business owner, you know, B and I gave me the opportunity to go at my own uh down the track anyway. And the confidence to go at my own because I had that built up network to work with. But uh Way back then, I wasn't the business owner, but it didn't stop me, you know, getting uh, earning credibility. So it just comes on the attitude and people who are coachable as well. I believe that's true. Well, uh, on the on the instance where I can't actually attend a, a breakfast meeting, um, I get one of my employees to come along, and uh, and Roz has been a small business owner in the past, and uh, interesting that we we came across each other's paths through a um, sort of a professional relationship. <clears throat> Excuse me, and uh, and Roz um, knows you know the the value of networking, but she also knows the value of um, being a small business owner, um, if you call that value sometimes. But again, it's it's really interesting, and and again, being a franchisee, I've got my uh, my eldest son also working in the business, and uh, you know a number of employees that you know again share their referrals um, through through me through um, the members of Morningstar as well. Yeah, and that's a really great point. Well, firstly, um, having someone within your business who who understands the importance of what you're doing, um, and the importance of of attending the group, and having um, a contingency in place. Okay, well, you, I don't know what time this morning star meet. This is seven a.m. group. Yeah, seven a.m. Yep. So I get a lot of people who say to me, they say, "Oh, you know, I can't send us up." Oh, what? You've got people that work for you. Oh they won't do it. I said, well, why won't they do it? You know, how do you actually get around to get people to, you know, they may not normally start till 8, 30, 9 o'clock to get them to a 7 a.m. meeting. What's What are you giving back to them to cover that? Because a lot of people ask that question. And I say, well, why don't you sort of just, they're starting half an hour early, hour and a half early for your business or something. Why don't you let them knock off hour and a half early on Fridays instead, if you, you know, or something like that? How do you actually handle it in uh, in your business? Yeah, very, uh, very similar again. Um, and again, it's it's that uh, that value because 
you know, rewarding employees, not not only for, you know, going to a BNI chapter meeting, but but also, you know, for their hard work and dedication uh, doesn't always have to be monetary. And, and again, it's that having that balance where, you know, again, Roz, um, you know, I will, she, 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 she'll let me know when she's got a couple of hours stored up there. <laughs> and, and, and and I don't mind her leaving because I know that the the value that she brings the business and again, you know, during COVID, um, Roz basically worked from home for you know a number of um, a long period of time and and again I I don't have to. Um, I hate this word, micromanage her as such, but um, I know that she brings in the business. And again, being a previous business owner, um, you know, she understands, you know, profit and loss and she understands uh, what value, um, you know, the, you know, doing what you do brings to the business. So again, we've got that uh, balance where I'll let her go and do what she needs to do. And, and we, we bounce off each other quite well. Yep. So, being involved in the uh, being involved in the BNI chapter, what benefits has it brought your brought your business over those over those nine years? Um, obviously, nine years is a lot of meetings to attend to, and and uh, and being a stalwart, um, how do you actually leverage the opportunity uh, with your clients? Well, see, the, you know, the, the, there is power in BNI because, again, you know, my clients uh, will need either a product or a service. You know, when they're buying their first home or buying their second home or or buying an investment property, and again, you know, having you know the the pest control fellow there, Andrew, you know, having the the cleaner Andrew, you know, having um, uh, Taylor or you know one of the other legal team uh, having the ability to. To basically support my clients, they they see that as a value. So, again, I, you know, we we actually had a client ring up this morning, ring up Roz to say, hey, uh, we did some finance for this gentleman, and uh, he said to Roz, do you know any good chiropractors? Because I've just hurt my back. And then bang, you know, we we had a guy that was in in the chapter previously, and, and some other sort of value where you know he'll go and talk, you know, to his you know so circle of influence. And he'll say, you know, not only did uh, did Roz and John help me with finance, but hey, they actually referred me to a chiropractor, and and, <laughs> and, and, and just having that value. And again, you know, I was at my granddaughter's um, uh, swimming lesson um, a few months ago, and uh, I was waiting for my daughter and my granddaughter to get changed. And I was sitting out there in the reception area um, of the uh, the indoor swimming pool and heard the uh, the ladies in the office talking about. Uh, having difficulties with a, a cleaner, commercial cleaner. So I said to him, well, look, I've got a guy for you. And uh, rang up uh, Andrew from our chapter and said, Andrew, there's these guys. And you know, ever since he's had their um, their business ongoing, which is great. And uh, also picked up another uh, couple of swimming centres from those from them as well. So, And I always have my, my B&I cards sitting in our um, front of office as well in the branch. And uh, people have the ability to pick it up, so there's there's a lot of value that I can give my clients. Yeah, I like to think of it when we're um, finding referrals, we're helping. We're not really help. Well, it's great that we're helping the members get the referral, or get them in front of people. But what we're really doing is solving people's problems. Correct. People got a problem. They need a service provider. They need they need someone who can be recommended. They need a good, honest person. They don't know that person. We're solving that problem for them by putting that person in front of them and saving their time and giving our recommendation to them if they know, like, and trust us. And that's how the whole process 
um, actually works so well um, when we're doing this also. Mm. Oh, absolutely. It's uh, it's invaluable. <laughs> so um, how, uh, what would you say to people who are... Uh, who are in BNI uh, and wanting to build relationships with their chapters because we get a lot of people come into BNI and they say, oh, yeah, yeah, they might be in for a month or two and they say, you know what, I'm I'm not getting referrals, I'm not getting enough referrals, I'm not getting all this business, um, and you know we we in BNI know that trust takes time and, and works that way. What would you say to people who are just sort of trying to build those relationships within a group? Yeah, that's a really good question as well. And again, you know, coming up to 10 years in there, it's uh, it takes uh, it takes a lot. And look, you do have uh, turnover of uh, chapter members as well. And um, I always remember a, a, um, a, a podcast about having that mix of um young and old so um, I'm on the mature side as well so it does take a, <laughs> does take a bit of time so the, but the most important thing is is to be yourself uh, and try to build that relationship so don't try to be someone that you're not um, you need to get to know all the chapter members um, you need to have regular ones to, one-to-ones um, we've just developed a, a new uh, power group as well um, and I truly believe and we should all truly believe in givers gain and don't expect results immediately you need to to foster relationships first uh, and build that trust and then things will basically come around tell us a little bit more about the power group you've just built um what professions do you have in it and what um what commitment do you have to each other do you meet regularly do you have an agenda you follow can you tell us a little bit more about that yep um we uh, we started off with uh with the gains profile um, so really getting to know know each other, you know, all our goals and and uh, you know what we do um, as such. We've we've committed to a um, a every second Thursday um, during the month uh, that we get together. So we catch catch up with each other once a month. Uh, me being in the um, the residential mortgage uh, broker category in the group. So we've got the uh, the conveyancer there. Um, We've got the uh, the financial planner. Um, we've got the uh, the residential uh, real estate. Uh, we've got a, a buyer's agent in there as well, and uh, and also we've got the um, the accountant um, in our category as well. Um, plus, also, um, especially now with the uh, you know looking after the earth, um, we've got the uh, the solar solar uh, energy fellow um, in our group as well. So. Uh, we we're basically getting to know each other a bit more deeper with our one to ones, um, and then we'll basically foster that relationship and, and keep going forward um, to hold each other accountable. Yeah, oh, that's fantastic. And and being in that sort of area there, you know, the the great power behind a power group is having that commitment to each other, and and having those people there where if one of you meet one client. The other people can generally possibly deal with that client in a same sort of transaction, and I like to think, you know, that people are spending money, and it's like a big cake or a big pizza. And in a power team, you know, people get different slices of that cake or pizza, you know, in that big transaction without it going outside the BNI group. So, mm-hmm. you know, if we're committed to each other in that way, we can say when one, that person comes in and. Just say it could be, you know, the real, you know, someone, 
you know, looking to buy a house. Well, they, you know, you, um, well, yeah, they can go to you for the mortgage. We can get them in front of the real estate agent. They'll need conveyancing. Um, yeah, they'll need financial uh, financial planning. They may need an accountant to get their things in order if they haven't already. Mm-hmm. Uh, they may need a buyer's agent. You know, all those sorts of things where where they can actually get a piece of that pie. And if we can build meet as a power team and and work that together, everyone sort of benefits from it. And um, and none of the money goes outside the well, very little or none of the money goes outside the chapter. Everyone uh, gets a piece of that pie, which is uh, which is great. So um, build that power group, but have the commitment to each other and the accountability to each other within the power group as well. And having those regular meetings are really key. Mm, that's right, yeah. We've got them uh, booked in our diaries. So, um, again, one of the fellows was uh, – uh, took over a management position in the uh, in the group uh, this year, so we just had to move that around to adjust it as well. And also um, from a, a residential real estate um, uh, agent that we've got in there, we've also got Jackie who looks after the uh, the management side of things as well. So if I've got a, a client that's buying an investment property uh, that Michael's found and basically liaising with uh, with Hunter. And then Jackie looks after the ongoing management of that investment property as well. So it just just falls into place so nicely. Yeah. Um, probably a question without notice, and uh, usually it's Veronica throwing people under the bus. <laughs> um, in your nine years of BNI, you've obviously, you would have seen some really amazing things happen within the chapter where you've sat back and gone, wow. That's awesome. I'm really happy to be part of that. Do you have anything you can actually share with us today that you've uh, that you've seen? Um, you know the power of BNI work within your chapter. It's uh, it's interesting that uh, we we've had um, a few uh, cross chapter meetings um, as such, and again the the benefit of having you know I think it was two or three different um, chapters into one meeting. And uh, we're all we're all competitive people, of course, and uh, and just seeing the um, uh, the different um, you know sixty seconds, just seeing this different uh, presentations and 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 people um, quality people um, understand that you know there's no sort of um, conflict uh, about cross chapter chapter referrals, sorry, and things like that. So. Um, as you called it a pizza, I reckon that there's plenty of uh, slices in the pie for everyone. So there's no need to to worry about that because, you know, one day, you know, you'll, you'll get a referral from a different chapter. But yeah, I, I was a bit hesitant about, you know, having joint uh, chapter meetings, but um, I truly see the value now. Yeah. And yeah, it's that givers game mentality. Like, you know, you being a, a residential mortgage lending, um, you're going to have competitors in every group. Absolutely. But there's people within your chapter who will be able to cross-pollinate who aren't represented on the chapters who will benefit from building uh, those relations for those cross-chapter referrals as well. Mm. And uh, and if they're successful, that adds to your success and that's the abundance mentality of, you know, I believe uh, within B&I how we're, we're uh, collaborating and cooperating with each other you know, in that respect, it's interesting. I, uh, I, uh, I had a look through. Um, we're just going through our marketing um, plans for 2023 to 2024, and uh, and again, I look at. Um, you know, is 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 my marketing all about just just branding, where it doesn't actually give you a return? 
and uh, out of my my 16 different uh, sorts of branding that I do, um, there's five that basically uh, provide a good return that I can measure, and uh, and BNI is basically in there as well. Uh, but again, you you look through the um, the BNI website looking for um, Bank of Queensland. So um, I, I could only see that there was another two uh, franchisees um, across Australia, and I, I don't know why. Um, you know, more you know franchisees basically look at this uh, because it you know provides a good return. It gives you good exposure, and and again, it's better than um, you know throwing money out the door. Yeah, we've had um, Bank of Queensland franchisees in some of our chapters. Um, I think the point is too. Residential mortgage lending is a very popular category, very hard to get into in chapters. And but um, there is opportunity for for banking mm-hmm. uh, for those uh, for those people as well. So you know, getting in with the on the banking side of things, there is a is an opportunity to get in as a as a commercial lender or an asset finance person within chapters too. Mm. So they can get in there. Um, you know, sometimes we're always looking for people, you know, to do, you know, merchant facilities, credit cards, that sort of thing as well. Business mm. banking, uh, all those sorts of things that there are opportunities for as well. It doesn't necessarily uh, need to be residential mortgage lending, but it's probably that that's the most attractive sort of carrot uh, for that sort of thing uh, mm. to get into a group and, um, you know, you said there was someone already in the group that did it before you did. Did they move on and you swap categories or? Yep, yep, yep. So um, yeah, he moved across to the uh, the uh, the asset finance side of things, and uh, he's subsequently left. So, um, but again, it's uh, yeah, there's other opportunities there. And I was talking to um, uh, the the lady that uh, that I know up in Queensland that uh, that basically is on the asset side of things, and we had a good good chat about. You know how how to foster relationships and how to make sure that you know that this works. John, this has been great having a chat. We give all of our guests an opportunity to do their uh, weekly presentation. How how big is Morningstar and how long do you uh, how long do you do for your weekly presentation? Yeah, we're coming up to I think twenty six members at the moment, and uh, yeah, they uh, they ring the bell on me at uh, at sixty seconds. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you do you don't get you don't get it finished? You you like to sort of take every second? Oh uh, well, yeah, I think it's important. We we have a weekly prize as well, so um, you know you got to be specific to be terrific, and also you got to keep on time. So I, I I rarely win it because I'm always over time. All right, well we're going to give you an opportunity to do a weekly presentation now. So I hope you're prepared. Oh no, I'm not actually. So thanks for throwing me under the bus. So, <laughs> right, but oh, we did, we did that. That that was on the sheet I gave you. So oh, was it? Oh, right, okay. I probably oh. should have told you before before uh, at the start. But uh, do you have something? Yeah, sure. Yeah. I'm All right. So, uh, John Horsco, uh, Horosco, sorry, um, from Bank of uh, Queensland. Over to you. Weekly presentation. Well, thanks, Brett. Hi, I'm John Horosco. I'm the franchise owner of the Bank of Queensland here in Campbelltown. Uh, we hold the residential mortgage category in this chapter. Uh, we've got over 100 years' worth of banking and finance experience in the branch. 
at uh, at this moment in time, this time of year, and with the way interest rates are going, uh, it's a good time to review your interest rate that you've currently got on your investment loan or your home loan. Uh, at the moment, we've got a, a two thousand uh, dollar refinance cashback uh, for bringing your business across to uh, to BAQ Campbelltown. Also, we like to look after first home buyers, and at the moment, uh, we're looking after home first home buyers by actually offering them a, a two thousand dollar. Uh, cash back on their lender's mortgage insurance. So they don't even need a, a full 20% deposit plus cost. Um, if they're looking to borrow up to 95%, which you can do at uh, BAQ Campbelltown, uh, we'll actually give them $2,000 to go towards their lender's mortgage insurance. So just remember BAQ Campbelltown, we're the digital bank of the future with a personal touch. How was that? Did I keep in time? You were spot on. You were spot on <laughs> 60 seconds. I don't know what they're complaining about. Well done. Oh, oh great. Great work. Hey, thanks, John, thanks, it's been uh, great to talk to you today and have you on BNI, the Australian Story podcast. All the rest with the next nine or 10 years of BNI, unless <laughs> you decide to retire within that time. No, I and, don't think uh, so. <laughs> uh, and thank you for being a, a stalwart of the of the uh, Morningstar chapter up there. Thanks for being on with us today. Thanks, Brett. You have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. You too. Thanks, mate. Thank you. Okay, moving right along now to my tip of the week. Now, my tip of the week focuses around the most important part of the meetings, which is the weekly contributions or referrals or testimonials. And uh, I saw something the other week, which really I thought, oh, this is something that really irritates me uh, that happens sometimes in a B&I meeting where during the referrals and testimonials, the members go around the room and thank the speaker for their presentation. This is not what we do during this stage. And I actually, I was listening to it and I was taking notes. I think during that time, only about three people actually talked about referrals or testimonials that they did. The rest of them took the time to to thank the speaker or, or talk about one-to-ones they did or talked about things they were going to do or CEUs. So um, don't use this time to actually thank the speaker. You know, um, set a standard where you, you're talking about uh, referrals you passed and a bit of the why behind it to help educate other people on finding those referrals. And if you haven't got a referral to pass, talk about a testimonial for a member who's done who's done business for you or a client of yours, or give a testimonial for BNI. And that helps edify uh, the members and BNI within the chapter. Um, don't choose to thank the speaker. All you're really doing is covering up that you haven't really got anything else to talk about. Um, the part of the meeting is really there to edify the other business people within the room. Uh, so we can help them actually find referrals also. So big tip for this week, don't thank the speaker. The speaker did a great job. We all know that. No need for everyone to do it. Anyway, that's episode 130 in the can now. Uh, thank you to BNI Australia for uh, their continued support. And um, I hope we'll be back very soon with another episode of BNI, the Australian Story podcast. Thanks for listening.